Today's podcast is brought to you by Helion Technologies, the largest IT service provider exclusively serving the unique needs of automobile and heavy truck dealers for more than two decades. To learn more about Helion, please visit us online at heliontechnologies.com. Welcome to Helion Bite Size, where auto and heavy truck dealers can get short, digestible pieces of IT insight and advice. I'm your host, Jeff Mason. Today, episode two about establishing the best cybersecurity defenses for your dealership. In our last episode, we concentrated on the human side of cyber defense. In this episode, we're going to touch on some of the essential technologies that dealers should have in place. As you would expect, I have Eric Nagbar with me. Eric is founder and president of Helion Technologies, and he's a cybersecurity expert who's been working with dealers and dealers only for more than two decades. So today, let's dip our toes in the technical aspect of dealer cybersecurity best practice, but let's try not to get too technical. What, in your expert opinion, are the top few technologies that dealers should have in place to detect and stop an attack quickly? Okay, so first of all, I am going to uh, make an effort to not get too technical. But when you start getting into you know these things, then uh, you know you're using acronyms and people's people's eyes glaze over. So I'll make best effort to keep this as high level as possible. So there's a few different things that everyone should have in place. Um, the one is multi-factor authentication. So that really has to do with that you're not just trusting a password to let people into the systems. You've got some other factor. Um, SIEM, which is uh, security information and events management. Really what that is, is, is we're, um, we're, we're tracking what is happening on the network. And then um, advanced endpoint security is more specific tracking what's happening on the computers. So let's start by talking about MFA. I think we're all familiar with it. I am. But what do dealers need to know about it? Yeah, so you everyone is familiar with MFA. Um, it's just you probably ha- haven't heard of the term before. MFA is the notion of, for example, when you go to log into a website for your bank, it might send you an email that says, hey, here's your one-time access code to log in. That is multi-factor authentication. So you're typing in a username and password, and then the second factor of authentication is they have your email address on file, and they're going to send you an email uh, and and you know have you confirm that you received the email by putting in a pin code? So that's multi-factor authentication. So the first thing I would tell you is wherever possible, um, any kind of technology that you're using in the dealership, you should make sure that you've got multi-factor authentication turned on. A lot of businesses require it, but at a minimum, if it's an option, you absolutely want to have it turned on. The big area today that we see dealers can really benefit from multi-factor authentication where it's not required is Microsoft 365. So we see continual attempts and and successful uh, attempts to compromise dealerships employees' email boxes. Uh, The technology we have in place to monitor that stuff, which I'll talk about, um, you know, we see people giving up their passwords. Multi-factor authentication makes that very difficult because, for example, with Microsoft, if they actually give up their password, they've got an app on their phone where they, they have to separately approve a login into Microsoft 365. So it thwarts most types of attacks. That's what MFA does. It gives you a a very high level of security on the things that people log in and use the most. Are there any cautions that a, a dealer should be aware of when it comes to MFA? 
and, and, and its implementation? Well, you know, the only the, the the main caution with MFA that you have to actually be aware of is some states, and, and I can tell you, I know California in particular, but some other states have this as well, is if you put a application like this, because MFA is like a little app that'll run on your iPhone or Android. Uh, if you put that app on someone's phone, now their phone is being used for business use. And then you could be liable for having to pay for the you know phone or a portion of the phone bill for that phone. Hmm. There's always a catch in everything. Um, let's 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 talk a little bit about Seam now. From what I know about it, it sounds like it has tremendous potential in um, helping to prevent a cybersecurity catastrophe. Yeah. So. It- the the thing about Seam and what makes it it's it this has been around for years right the notion of capturing log files and it's all, always been used for very large businesses because it was expensive to implement and maintain and and track what it's doing and these days the short answer is with the cloud and and how that all works you can have this technology and leverage it um, for for a fraction of the cost that it used to be so it really is accessible to dealerships of any size. And the key to it is, is that before the way cyber criminals would attack a computer system is they'd get you to launch a virus, right? They get you to download a little file that launches a program that gets into your system. Well, those have actually become pretty simple to protect against. If you've got good antivirus and firewalls, you're protected essentially from that kind of attack. So what the cyber criminals have figured out is if they can get you to click on something and gain access to a PC, and there's a lot of different ways they do that and not install a virus, but install software and have a person actually do it, um, they can move through your system and and really gain access to a lot of things and, and launch a really devastating attack. What Seam does is it collects log files. So every computer, server, network device, Wi-Fi, if somebody is moving through the system, all of those devices actually see and record that those accesses were made. Well, what Seam does is it takes all of that data from all of the devices on your network and artificial intelligence actually analyzes what's happening and they can paint a picture that if you've got a cyber attacker inside your computer system doing things, the AI part of Seam can actually spot that. So if if, if the computer learn, you know, the cyber learning system takes all of that data from your network and watches it, it can actually see a cyber attack in process and then hand that information to good guys that can then stop the attack. It's, it's, it's pretty magical, actually. Sounds like magic. Um, let, let's get into advanced endpoint security. What's the difference here between that and uh, just the typical antivirus? Right. So that goes back to what I was just describing, right? So you've got the typical attack vector would be get you to install a virus, which is basically a little computer program. Um, and and antivirus would be able to detect that and lock it out. Now with these techniques, you need something more advanced. So let's say you've got that seam in place, right? And it's watching what's happening on the network and it sees an attack in process. Now what you need is the ability to thwart that attack at the origination. So that might be on a server or it might be on a, on a computer, right, that an employee is using. The odds are very, very high that it's on one of the computers that your employee is using. Advanced endpoint protection allows a security professional that once they seem alarms and says, hey, we're seeing this behavior, there's an attack in progress on the network, and we're seeing it originating from this computer, that endpoint security actually allows a human being to click a button and lock that computer out. So 
the, you know, the thing about these current threats and how these cyber attackers are going after things, it requires a completely different level of protection and actually human interaction and software that allows you to completely shut down a computer on the network. Again, it's pretty magical and next level and stuff that only large enterprises um, used to be able to do in the past. If you're thinking, oh my God, there's no way that I can do something like that. The answer is yes. Any business, any size can, can implement this type of technology now. Wow, that that's some that sounds like really cool stuff. Even for um and and the way that you explained it, you dumbed it down real well because for a non-technical guy, uh, I followed you the the entire way. Next time we're going to talk about the Security Operations Center and why that's so critical in getting the most out of the technology that we discussed today. Well, that's it for today. I hope you found the discussion informative. See you next time. <laughs>